Hey guys, it's your birthday. Hey guys, hey guys, Billy, it's your boy, Billy Marco. Hey guys, uh, hey guys and gals, it's me, Marquez, the one and only. No one else but my name in the world. When I was a young child and my parents told me, that person's name is Mark too. I'd say, no, it's not. It's only me. There's only one Mark. And if they said, no, you must admit there's a, there's other Marks in the world and there's other Marquesas in the world. And you know what I would do, dear listener? I would cry. I would cry and have a little tantrum. I'd say, no, it's just me. If you don't like that, then get off my planet. That's what I'd say to my parents. Didn't make sense, but I'd say, get off and, and get out. And that's it. And I cry some more, people. Only one mark is. That's what we believe here on the Random Podcast. If you don't believe that, well then, press stop. We don't want you in the group. You're not part of the randomies. You're either with us or you're against us. Are you a tuna or are you a salmon? Which way do you swim? Is the question on the lips of no one but everyone now that I put it in your mind. Welcome to the Random Podcast. Monday, what is it? 23rd of October. Me, Marquez. Oh, it's 102 degrees in LA today. We're all going to burn and die pretty soon. I actually started laughing when I found out how hot it is. Because that's pretty mental. And it's going to be that heat tomorrow too. Oh dear Jesus, it's almost November. We're all melting away. We're all going to be perished and burned alive in living hell known as life. There's some Monday motivation for you guys. You're probably not good. You know that dream you have? You know that dream that you're like, if only I, if only I chased my dreams and tried to be a singer. That's my one dream. Should I pack it all in? Should I give up the nine to five and try and become the singer that the world needs and deserves? And I'm a great singer. That's what my friends tell me. They tell me, Karen, you're a great singer. Jimmy, you're a great singer. Karen and Jimmy, great singers. When we're down the pub and we're singing, oh, people, people listen to me. When I'm in my car and I start singing, oh, that's a, that's, that's a, I'm the new Celine Dion. I'm the next Cher. Rihanna? No. Jimmy Anna. Well, here's some money motivation for you guys. You're probably not good enough. Whatever your dream is in life, just know you'll probably fail. Probably fail miserably. The best we can hope for is to be mediocre. A lot of us can't spell mediocre. Mediocrity. Spell that first go. A lot of you will fail. Fail miserably and then you realize, Jesus, old Billy Merkel's right. What if I gave it all up and then I tried to do a thing, oh, I can be an actor. And then you try and be an actor and you're like, wait, I can't act. Oh, Jesus, my whole world. If that's not my dream, then what is my dream? And then your new dream is that you get a two-for-one iced coffee. Wow, that's my dream. 
My dream used to be that I wanted to be an actor, but then I tried. And I realized I wasn't good enough. And I didn't want to put in the time to become good. So then I settled for lower dreams, like getting a free coffee. Oh, my dreams came true. I got a free coffee, guys. I'm having a great week. So there's some Monday motivation for you. Uh, just know you can try. And uh, I read some Jim Carrey quotes that he was like, you might fail at doing something you don't want to do, so you might as well fail at doing something that you want to do. Something like that. He obviously put it more succinct and eloquent than my recollection, but my coffee hasn't kicked in, so my brain isn't working. But what he's also saying is that you're probably just going to fail at everything you do. So I'd actually go against Jim Carrey there. I'd go head-to-head with the big Jim Carrey, the big JC. Not Jesus Christ, but Jim Carrey. And I'd say, keep the dream as a dream. Don't take the chance, perhaps. Because then, while you're living your mediocre life, you can escape in daydreams and imagine your life as an actor. You can be like, oh, if only I didn't have Susan holding me back. If only I didn't have John. If I didn't marry John, Karen would be the singer the world needed. Or Jimmy would be like, oh, I'd love to be an actor. But I married Susan and now we have four kids, all of whom I I don't like. I I like one of the boys and one of the girls is nice, but I know she's going to break me when she's older. But if it wasn't for that, I could have been an actor. I could have been the next Al Pacino. The next Robert De Niro. But I didn't go for it. So now, as I'm watching the kids, I'll daydream about my life as an actor. And that's nicer. Because you could go for it. And it fails miserably. And you're a washed old man. Washed up old man. Better than Earl. If you're an old man or a young man, it's good to be washed. It's nice to be washed. But you could be 52 and realize, I've ruined my life. I've ruined my life chasing this dream that I'm just not talented or dedicated or have the whereabouts or the smartness to achieve. What have I done? What have I done with my life? Why did I leave my beautiful beautiful fiance we could have had a family by now but instead i'm chasing a dream that'll never happen so anyway guys there's your monday motivation you're very welcome come to me for all your motivation needs um just to recap on that motivation maybe don't chase your dream maybe don't realize you're not good enough maybe keep the dreams as a dream so at least you've something to escape to when you live your own mediocre yet okay life don't read books don't expand your mind don't wonder is there more out there keep it all nice and simple guys keep it all inside the walled garden as they say keep that garden small don't water the grass keep those bricks High and firm. 
It's all right there in front of you. Why would you uh, bother leaving the house? Oh, that's um. Should I be charging for this Monday motivation? I don't know, guys. I feel like I should. I feel. I really do feel like I should because that was that was deep and meaningful. That's what you get when it's a hundred and two degree heat. I'm having a great day. I had a great chuckle about the heat. I also heard a guy ask a girl just not long ago outside. He was like, "It's un- it's unreal what you hear in the streets of LA." Probably what you hear everywhere, but people just speak so loud and they saunter so they're not rushing by. And they're a bit clueless and they don't have shame. So you'll hear everything. And today I got to hear a guy ask a girl. They looked like they were on a hike coming back from good old Runyon Canyon where people hike and chat and Pretend they're living their best life. But really, they're just killing time before they die. That's all Runyon is. It's not a workout. It's something people have seen on reality shows. And then they go do it. And sometimes guys will go with girls. Because guys want to... It's like a cheap date. And once you do it a few times, you realize that this is pointless. And not getting a workout in. Just getting dizzy. The views are all right. I'll go if someone I haven't seen in a while wants to go. Have an old chat. But anyway, I digress, people. I digress like a digestive biscuit. Do you remember those biscuits? Biscuits aren't a really big thing in America. In Ireland, a whole cup of tea and a biscuit. Now you're talking. Now you've got a nice night in. Who needs to go out when you have some tea? When you make that pot of tea... And you crack open a new pack of biscuits, digestives, great to dunk. But sometimes they get too soft, people. You don't want too soft a biscuit. It's like a penis. That's what the women tell me. You don't want too soft a biscuit. You don't want too soft a penis. Um, my personal favorites were ginger nuts. Don't know why. Just like the ginger. And I like the nuts. There was no nuts in them. And they didn't really taste gingery. Not sure where the correlation was there, but anyway, a nice cup of tea and a biscuit. There you go. What was that about? Oh, it was digressing. Oh, that digressed delightfully. So anyway, I heard uh, this dude ask a girl. He was like, oh, where's the weirdest place you had sex? And the girl said, I don't know, my ass. Oh, no, my ear. Oh, that was nice. That was a nice snippet. That's all I heard. We walked our separate ways and that was it. So that's nice that she had sex in her ear. It's nice to hear in 102 degree heat. That's what you want, people. Some ear sex. Rising up. I'm going to get some ear sex. There's your Monday motivation. What you want in life? Ear sex. When do we want it? I can't hear you. I've gone deaf from all this penis in the ear. Uh, so yeah, having a great. Do you know what I did? A great weekend. A load of weird, weird little snippets. Let's revive. Do you know what I had? I was eating chili yesterday, and my first thought as I was eating the chili was, I hope I don't spill chili on my white T-shirt. And would you guess what happened, guys? Within two seconds after the thought, chili all down my T-shirt. And my pants had to change my whole outfit. 
So, fuck you, Chile. And my own thoughts. It's like I set myself up. That happened to me before in New York. I remember I tweeted something like, uh, the best part about New York is constantly worried that I'm about to be pickpocketed. Something, I don't know, something about someone stealing my wallet. And that night, same day, someone stole my wallet. So that was good. They put it out there in the universe. And the universe said, hey, cheers, murky boy. We're now going to take your wallet. And that was it. My wallet was gone. Um, I almost got hit by a car yesterday. So that was nice. Especially as the dude driving the car was naked. And there was a guy giving him head, as they say in America. Suckling the old corn and the cob as we say in Ireland but we don't really but Americans probably believe me if I said oh what are you up to oh I'm just I'm hankering for an old suckle of the corn and the cob and they'd say what does that mean and I'd say oh in Ireland that means that you want uh, you want a girl to uh, give you a give you an old uh, an old uh, fellatio why is it called Felicio? I don't even know. Felicio. Felicio. No clue. No clue why it's called Felicio. I should really Google that. It's probably a Latin word. It's like cunnilingus. Seems like a cunning thing to do. And then you find out what it is. And then you say No. So yeah, anyway, dude, getting a blowjob, naked, driving a car, almost hit me as I was crossing the street. That would have been a way to go, guys. How did he die? He got hit by a naked dude getting a blowjob. Very West Hollywood way to go. There was a dude in West Hollywood before cycling, and he cycled his bike into me. And on the front of a bike, he had a dildo. Uh, taped to his handlebars and that's what he hit me with as he cycled into me so you know guys but Hollywood is a it's a lot like Ireland really I suppose very similar very similar day to day kind of lifestyle I had a guy at Trader Joe's the other day this gay dude uh, I was in the potato aisle in an ironic Irish move and this guy picked up a sweet potato and he was like Single like me. And he shook the potato at me. And then he was like, wow, that was corny. We should get a drink. So I think he would chat me up. And he asked me out for a drink. And then he realized he was being awful. And while he was realizing how awful he was, he still went for the kill. He still went for it. Holding the potato in his hand. If I was a lesser man, I would have thought he was being a racist, prejudiced, biased against Irish people. Oh, hello, potato boy. You like these little sweet potatoes, sweet cheeks? But it's not. It's West Hollywood, so who knows? Anything goes. Weird old place. Like the other night, I was invited to a KGB party. KGB. If someone says to me, do you want to go to a KGB party? I'm like, okay, it must be some weird Russian-themed party. As you do. Clearly. Uh, 
Can't beat a Russian-themed party. KGB, but no, KGB in West Hollywood stands for Ketamine, G, and Blow. It is a drug fest kind of party, people. A big old drug fest. Ketamine, believe also known as horse tranquilizer. Always something that you want in your body. Horse tranquilizer. What are you in the mood for? Chinese? Indian? McDonald's? No, I'm up for some horse tranquilizer. Just fill me up, Sonny Joe. Fill me up with that fucking tranquilizer. G is GHB or something. I don't even know what that is, but I've been hearing more about that in LA. Something that relaxes the body and... Apparently, if you take that with alcohol, you'll die. So there's a little uh, drug announcement. If you're in the drug market and you're going to take (coughs) some G, don't take G and booze, because you apparently will die. And then blow G... KGB, not a Russian party, but a horse tranquilizer, dangerous drug, and a cocaine party. <coughs> the G mellows you out, and the cocaine keeps you up. Don't know what the ketamine does, but there you go, people. Wasn't a Russian party after all. It was a big old drug fest. LA is some weird place. This girl was telling me she was like, oh, she got all, she was sad. She's like, yeah, one of my best friends passed away, re- died recently. She didn't say passed away, because when I tell you what happened, you would realize. And I was like, oh, yeah. She was like, yeah, we're really good friends. And I was like, what What happened? She was like, she OD'd at a party we were all at. It was like, Jesus. At one of these KGB parties, perhaps? And I was like, what was her name? And she said something like, uh, Claudia. I was like, oh, Claudia, Claudia what? Just in case I knew her. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, what was her surname? Her second name. And she said, gosh, I don't even know. Best friends and you don't know the surname. Interesting. <coughs> That's the way of L.A. You'll meet someone once and then they'll be your best friend. This is my best friend. When did you meet? Two minutes ago. But we're besties already. We've taken a selfie together. She's my best friend. It's like Bernie. Bernie. I forget the song from Bernie. Do you remember that purple dinosaur? If you don't remember the purple dinosaur cartoon, then you probably should not be listening to this podcast. But it's cool because you're probably already not listening to the Barney podcast. Should be a good technique. If you're chatting to a girl and you're like, do you know Barney? If they don't know Barney, then walk away, fellas. Walk away. She's too young for you. She isn't on the same level as you. If she doesn't know Barney, then there's something up. So that was good. A nice little part of the weekend, too. KGB parties, guys. Keep an eye out for them. It's like that time I went to a pride party. Thought I was gay pride. Oh, no. White pride. Oh, a lot of skinheads at that white pa- at that gay pride party. 
Thought they were all into uh, right, said Fred, but no, they were into Adolf Hitler. Surprising twist in that prideful tale. Surprising, surprising. Did you ever tell you that time I was a ShamWow salesman? ShamWow, if you don't know, are dishcloths. Huge, huge seller here in America. And for some reason, when I first came here, I was like, offered, you should come sell, you'll make a load of money. So I was like, all right. So we go down to this fun fair, fair, whatever it was, in Venice Beach. And uh, I sold one ShamWow to a neo-Nazi. Did not realize he was a neo-Nazi. Maybe I've told the story before. Also, Venice Beach apparently is where that movie American History X was shot. So maybe it's that sort of town. ShamWow, they're German-made. German material. I spoke German. This dude seemed to be loving the fact German. German. German, German. So I played up the German, German because I hadn't sold the bloody Shambow dishcloth all weekend. This is my only sale. And then I sold two. Then he showed me these tattoos, swastikas, and Adolf Hitler all over his tattooed body. Uh, so you know me, guys. I'm a sellout. I'll sell dishcloths to neo Nazis, apparently. It's the kind of idiot I am. Didn't know, but, you know, I didn't take a refund either. I needed the money. <coughs> needed the money. Also, uh, do you know what? Do you know what's one of the most stressful things you can do in life? This will show you how easy my life has become. I bought white runners there not long ago. Sneakers. I hate sneakers. I hate that term that they use in America. Sneakers. I wait for runners. I'll just say shoes. They're not shoes. Shoes to me are black shoes you wear to mass. Black shoes you wear to school. People keep texting me. Stop texting me. Who's texting me? People I don't even know. People I don't even care about. Don't even care about. Um. <coughs> so anyway, I bought these white white runners, and honest to God, the most stressful thing ever is keeping them white. I think I'm getting an ulcer from it. You walk outside the house, they're black. You somehow get into an Uber. I warmed the other night at a show, comedy show, and. Uh, Within two minutes, someone just came up and stood in my foot by mistake. Big black mark in it. My ulcer uh, got worse. I was like, oh, for God's sake. So I wouldn't recommend it, people. If you're living a nice life and you like how it's going, do not buy white runners. Especially if you like them white. You'll be stressed off your tits. It'll drive you up the wall. Don't do it. Stay away from white runners. See, this is not all white supremacy. This is uh, anti-white runners. Anti-white. Uncle White, they used to call me. And then I said, no, guys, I'm against white runners. So anti-white runners, they now call me. Can't tell if the coffee's kicking in or wearing off. Uh, 
Shout out to this week's podcast sponsors, in case I forget. Uh, Richie's Roses. Richie's Roses. Hey, guys and gals. You ever wonder where your flowers come from? You ever think someone might have died while these flowers were being made? Well, worry no more. Richie has your back. Richie grew up a privileged life in Beverly Hills. Didn't know what he wanted to do with his life. He had it easy. He had no motivation. There was nothing wrong with Richie. He had nothing to prove to no one. Richie was going to be like many Beverly Hills kids. He was going to grow up with a drug problem. And be apathetic. Richie didn't want for anything. Then one day Richie gave roses to his true love. She pricked her finger. She started bleeding. One thing led to another. Richie lost the love of his life. Richie went into recluse for four years. Didn't leave the house. Eventually Richie knew it was either now or never. Make or break. That's when Richie decided to do something with his life. Now Richie makes roses. He grows them at home. He's got a little potted plant on his balcony. Richie makes gluten-free, thorn-free, vegan-free roses. Organic. He'll make it one at a time. Slow process. Don't order a dozen. Just order one rose. Richie's roses. You'll know where they come from. No one's going to die with Richie's roses. There's going to be no thorns. Richie paid me a lot of money for this ad. He didn't give me too much copy, but uh, shout out to Richie's Roses. It's good to see Richie back in his feet. It's good to see him. He's, he's an avid podcast, podcast listener. <coughs> so if you want a rose, uh, Richie's your man. He'll grow it out there in his little potted plant in his balcony. He now lives in West Hollywood. He moved out of home. He's got a one-bedroom apartment in West Hollywood that his uh, parents pay for. Richie is late 30s. But at least he's out there living, I suppose, guys. Living the dream of uh, making roses. He's got a dream, I suppose. That's all you want. Richie's a prime example of maybe, maybe, what if you've the wrong dream? What if your dream is wrong? Anyway, Richie's Roses. Check it out. Richie'sRoses.com. Richie'sRoses.com. For all your single roses needs. Richie actually got a big break. He provides the TV show The Bachelor with roses. So uh, that's where Richie, uh, that's how he he pays the bills. He, he uh, pays his, uh, he now pays, no he doesn't. He pays for his own gas, but he doesn't pay for his car. Richie's parents pay for his car. Richie really doesn't need anything in life. That's why he's selling single roses. Anyway, richiesroses.com for all your rose needs. One good thing about living in L.A., now when I hear the term roses, I presume it's a girl who's actually a prostitute. Let you know the way on Instagram, if you see a girl saying something like, I love to travel, I think that means... I will be a traveling prostitute. And then if there's a picture of roses. Hey guys, you want to go on a date with me? 
22 roses. I don't know how it works. But anyway, that's one thing that LA, LA living in LA, LA, Los Angeles will do. It'll take something that you once thought was uh, innocent and simple, like the word daddy, and twist it so it's now sexual and convoluted. Can't even say convoluted. Similar to roses. I once thought they were lovely flowers, but now apparently they're a symbol for a prostitute and how much money she charges for sex. Could also be he. This isn't a sexist, get your sexist prostitute attitude out of here, guys. We won't be having this in my town. Speaking of sexual bias, what are they saying? Do you know what's just the weird, the biggest spoof I think ever? I don't know if I've spoken about this before, but it's just cropped its head up again. So here we go. Round two. That women are cleaner than men. That is complete and utter gibberish beyond belief. I know this because my roommate has his friend visiting, a female friend, and she was here before, and she stayed a week. And that's when I was like, oh, yeah, women are way dirtier than men. And I don't mean that in the sexual sense. I mean that in cleanliness sense. They say women are the fairer sex. Well, they're also the dirtier sex, if you ask me. Seriously, it's mental. Every guy I know is like, cleans up, tidy, makes his bed... Washes up after himself. All that gibber. Nice and tidy. I don't know any dude who's a messy slob. Maybe that's because I'm immaculate at making clean friends. But I don't know anyone who's like a full-on slob. But women are slobs. Rarely, they're not. I know, alright, top of my head, I can, most of the women I know pretty slobby. Pretty dirty. A lot aren't, but way more women are dirtier slobs than men that I know. Not making this point well, but it's weird. Like, why? what's up with leaving half-empty glasses of water or bottles of water just lying around? Why do women do that? Are you saving it for something? Is it a, is it a symbol? Is it a signature? Is it like, I'm going to leave stuff around, so if any other woman comes in here, they'll know. There's already a woman here, lady. Get the fuck out. What is it? Why are you so dirty? Why are there always clothes everywhere? Why are there bags everywhere? Why can't you put stuff away? I remember I went back to a girl's house once, like at a party at her house, and I actually thought it was either she got robbed but there were so many clothes there she couldn't have got robbed. And I was like, wait, this is how you live. I mean, like, mounds. Not like mounds as in, oh, there's four T-shirts on the ground on top of each other. I mean, there's like 40 items of clothing every two steps. Like, I have to climb over clothes. Like, my feet aren't touching the ground. To get from one side of this room to the other. It's weird. Oh man, it's so weird. It actually unsettles me slightly. To think about how way dirtier women are than dudes. 
Jesus. Why, why is that? Oh, girls are so clean and nice and sweet. Guys are slobs. Nah. Girls are slobs. Just going to come out and say it, guys. Women are slobs. Here they here first. Not all women, but the majority. 100%. That is... That is fact. I've just decided now that it's fact, fair and true. I might develop this further, make a stand-up bit about it. But women are slobs. They're relentless. And my buddy's roommate, or my roommate's buddy, ooh, is sound. Nice girl. I like her. But I just don't like her staying here. She's louder, blares music, eats my food. Uh, is messy I don't mind one or two things but when they all come together then it all makes my brain tick 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 she listening? I don't know and also what's, and she, oh, she turns off the AC too I woke up yesterday in like I thought I was dying so I didn't have a hangover but I woke up like oh my god am I, is this death? And it wasn't. It was just that she had turned off the AC. And it was something like 85 degrees in the apartment. Because she was cold. So that was that was real nice. That was real nice. And then last night. Did you ever get this? It's not. So last night I had the AC on like 72 or something. And uh, I was just lying in bed and I couldn't sleep. Then I heard like a creak. And I was like, wait, did she get up and turn off the AC again? But I didn't want to get up straight away because I was like, no, nah, I just heard it. But then I was getting all in my head going, oh, if she did that, though, I'd be angry. And then I was getting hot and bothered in my head, heating up myself, getting myself all riled up. And then the AC wasn't coming on. Then I wasn't sleeping. Then I'm like, it's definitely getting hotter. It's at least 75, 76 degrees now. I just know it. But... Am I, is it just in my head? And then I went out to the bathroom. I checked the AC and it was still on. It was still 72 degrees. And straight away, people, my mental heat disappeared. It was all in my head. Like most things. All in your head. All that anguish and anger and everything. It's all in your head. Just let it go, people. Release it to the world. I'm actually watching that good show on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, Mindhunter. It's pretty good. I started one last night, and then I was three deep. I was like, oh, okay, this is good. I like it, because probably I think I'm a great detective. And also I wonder, hmm, do I have a psycho mind or a mind of a genius? I think the problem, right? Do you know you're in the shower, and you're showering away, and then you start thinking, and you're like, oh, I don't have these thoughts outside the shower. The shower's a great place to think. Oh, look at me. I'm a thinker. Oh, I'm having these great ideas and great thoughts. Whoa. I could be a detective. Just because I used my brain in the shower that one time. And then you're just like, I don't passively think. Look at me actually thinking. Hmm, I should write a book. Because I'm a great thinker. But really, you're just using your brain slightly... Which isn't that smart at all, but you know, you, it makes you feel smart to use your brain slightly. I hate when people are so dumb, but they're smart. I think that's what a lot of people in LA are like. Um, 
arrogantly dumb. Smugly dumb. Like they don't know they're dumb and they think they're superior. And it, it would drive you mental. You just got to step away. You got to step away. Tried, I was having this conversation with this dude. And he was so dumb. Like so dumb. And I was like, I'm just going to keep telling him he's dumb and see if it sinks in. Never sank in. He was too dumb. Too dumb. And I tried to outbeat him with dumbness. So I guess that makes me dumber. Do you know what's dumb too? Blow some people... Some Americans in L.A., they're like, your accent. And I'm like, you know you have an accent to me, too. They're like, what? No, I don't. And I'm like, you do have an accent. And they're like, no. And then you see it dawning on their face, and they're like, wow, that's so cool. I have an accent? It's like, what? You you think you're, like, the base and everything else is... No. And they do. That's what they think. Superior dumb can't remember i might have wrote that down somewhere but it's gone the thought is gone what else did i write down i'm trying to like write down thoughts for the pod obviously not working buying t-shirts to feel good oh yeah that's a good thing i've got this weird dumb thing whenever i'm like huh what should i do i got time to kill am i feeling a bit down i know i'll buy a t-shirt oh that's dumb here's what i realized though about buying t-shirts because i have so many t-shirts just keep filling the void. It actually works. Because the only time that I feel great is when I wear a new t-shirt for the first time. Oh, the joy that brings me. The new t-shirt feeling. Pure joy. Pure, pure, pure joy. And it works. It's like, do you ever have a good hair day? And you feel unreal. That bullshit works too. You're like, oh, I feel better about myself. Oh, this new t-shirt. Oh, I got a great new t-shirt the other day, guys. And I wore it. And I felt delightful. Confidence, which is what you want. Confidence. Here's a top tip, guys. Women like confident men. I think. Classic. Classic joke. Jeez, there was a, I had a show at Improv on Tuesday. What a weird show. They changed the seating arrangements. So the first two rows were like seven models who were out on a birthday. And I don't think understood how anything in life worked. They're sitting front row at a comedy show and they're just talking like they're at home watching a reality show. And you're just like, what is, what is going on here? They're like, well, it's a birthday. But it was almost like so simple. It was like, just, it was like, wait, you just, you don't know what is going on in life. Has anyone ever told you no in life? And then there was another dude, so there was eight seats in front, two rows. And the other guy, there was a guy sitting on his own in rose-tinted glasses. And he was on acid, people. He was on acid. So you just got four, two rows of four just staring at you. Seven in bewilderment, because they don't know how to behave in public. And one guy in an acid daze. Then he came up to me after and he was like, I'm a big fan. Do you want to do some acid with me? I said, no, I'm okay. And he said, okay, do you want to take some acid for the road? I was like, where do you think I'm going, buddy? So that's always nice when you get a nice fan afterwards giving you, asking you, do you want some acid? At least, do you want to hear too? 
It's good. Oh, I've been getting some good. Jesus. People reading my books, people. Getting some good feedback. I've had people tell me they're crying. This one girl, sound out. Reading her, my book to her mum. They were on a cross-country trip or something. They were reading my books. And then the two of them started crying over one of the chapters. Not sure why. But that sound always nice to hear. That's why the books are the best, people. Write a book. Go on, you might make someone laugh and someone cry. People tell me reading them naked in the bath. That's always a good way to read my books. Highly recommend it. Clean, cleanse your body while uh, making your mind filthy. Get reading those books. But then sometimes I get people that are like, oh, I read your books. I'm, oh no, I hate this. I think I'm going to buy your book. Convince me. This is like, no, go fuck yourself. Buy it or don't. I'm not going to convince you. Well, tell me why I should read it. No, buy it or not. Not going to convince you. Okay, well, I'm going to come out to Berlin and then we got to hang out. I bought your book. That's not how it works. Where you got to hang out with me now because I've read your book. That's not how it works. Stop trying to guilt trip me. Hey, why aren't you answering my messages? And there's this one person who didn't even buy the book, but I thought by accident that they did. And then it's always been nice. And then they just kept messaging me in in. I understand like when people with a lot of fans and followers like stop replying. It's just too much. People just keep talking about nothing. Nothing. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. So what are you doing now? Hey. Hey. Hey you. Hey you. Hey, hey. Hey you. I said, what are you doing now? These are just all like separate messages. Be it on Twitter or Instagram. Just relentless. And you're like, wait, the conversation ended nicely. Hey you, hey you, hey you, hey you, hey you, hey you, I'm bored. Entertain me, entertain me. Jeez, that makes me want to throw my phone into an ocean. Thankfully, I don't live near the ocean. So, you know, it's delightful to be enthusiastic and nice and a bit of back and forth. And you like the books. That's delightful. But then you didn't, you pretend you're reading them, convince me or telling me you're bored and entertain me or what else is the other one? It's just nonsense. Hey, I'm going to, I saw your show. I'm going to. It's weird, too, when people see your show like across the country and then they're like, oh, I'm going to come to L.A. Are we going to hang out the whole time? You're just like, no, that's not how life works either. But I, I, I like you. Okay, thank you. I like you too. But you know, there's very few people that I actually want to hang out with. It's not you. It's me. It's me. I'm off busy buying t-shirts. It's good too if you go somewhere. Just be a solo fecker. Just go around on your own. When I came to LA. Just be out creeping on my own. If you meet someone, you meet someone. I'd see it too at night time out in pubs. You'd see solo creeps. But like some of them are creepy. There's this dude the other night. He must be like 60 balling. But he thought he was this like young, cool kid. He was trying to hang out with 24 year olds. Put his arm around people. And he was like, all right, all right, all right. You're being creepy. You can be solo and not a creep. Here's a good one. If you ever go to a bar and you're on your own 
and you're trying to chat to people, but you're like, oh, I don't want them to know I'm a solo. And they're like, who are you here with? Just point at a different group way across the room. Be like, oh, them over there. All my buddies in the bathroom. No, you don't look like a creep. That's what I used to do anyway, and that's what I used to tell myself in my head. Oh, this is a great way of me not looking creepy. Probably did look very creepy, but there you go. A creep. Creepy heads, they call me. All right, anything else? Did I run out of steam? I believe I did. Um, all right, that's it. Don't even have notes. Go out there and if you're having a bad week, people, go buy yourself a nice t-shirt or whatever makes you feel good. That's my advice. It's the end of the Monday motivation. Get reading those books, people. Shout out to the new book fans. Shout out to people writing me reviews and asking me for book four. I'm going to write a book four, people. Give me time. I will write it just for you. And the book of poems. I'll do the book of poems first because the book of poems were already written. I just thought it'd be cool. I was like, oh, it'd be cool if a book of poems had some uh, cartoons in with them or some drawings to bring them more to life. We shall see. I'll suss it out. Gotta get it done. I need some deadlines, though. So keep up the pressure. Can't beat some deadlines. Do you know what's good, actually? Structure. Even though I live this fancy free where are you going with your life what's going on it can all drift away people i wonder if that's why i stayed in college for so long did college for six years you do your four-year degree oh yeah i got a commerce and german degree what good is that to me what should i do now oh let's do a master's why why are you doing a master's knee business i don't know gives me structure Otherwise, I'll be flailing around life. You know me, guys. I'm a Gemini. The yin and the yang. I like the freedom, but I like the structure. I can't be the deadline. Anyway, that's what I'm saying. I'll set a deadline for the book of poems, and then you shall see it soon. Because you know what you need in your life? A book of rambling gibberish poems. All right. That's enough. Go check out my other books on Amazon. Random, randomer, and pre-dumb before I came. They might make you laugh. They might make you cry. Read them naked in the bath. That is my word of advice. Um, I'm on the old Twitter, at Trickadoo. Snapchat, at Trickadoo. Instagram, the Marquez. All right, people, good rambling. Don't die in the heat. Drink some water. Stay away from KGB parties. And finally... Learn how to spell mediocre. Alright, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck.